the Kitchen Couch Podcast. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me or not. But welcome to the Kitchen Couch Podcast with me, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. D-Light Skin Bourdain, a.k.a. The Black Hunter S. Thompson, giving you the three seeds that you need, that's culture, comedy, and cuisine. And let's not forget cannabis, because you know I be smoking. All right, you heard me, Kitchen Couch Podcast. Hey, what's good? What's good? How y'all doing out there? It's your boy, Nathan Nice, a.k.a. D-Light Skin Bourdain. You feel me? Off the Kitchen Couch Podcast. You feel me? I'm Tom Petty Jr. You feel me? I'm fucking uh, the Black Hunter S. Thompson. You already know how it is, boy. And, uh, man, hit that hotline right now. Anytime. Any day. 509-557-0521. You feel me? That's the Kitchen Couch Hotline. At the Kitchen Couch. On, uh, you feel me? All social medias. At Nathan Nice, the kitchen couch at gmail.com. And if you would like to, you know, subscribe, donate, you feel me, help the podcast out, patreon.com slash the kitchen couch. You hear me? So that's how we gonna um start that off right there. And uh thanks for listening. Thanks for bumping, man. We 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 going into a crazy twenty twenty, but I still wanna keep up and do all the work, you feel me, and, and keep this podcast running. So right now, uh I, I this is a little little treat all the way from the UK. Miss Emma Brammer. I'm going to say it like a UK person. Emma Brammer. <laughs> she's a freaking dope ass artist. She's got she's got man, she could sing. She could sing really well and uh the 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 type of uh tracks that um she they choose are just so epic. You know the beat structure and she was talking about choruses and all that and Honestly, all that shit, it just sounds like just like some of the most perfect music, like perfect timing music, you know, good long drive music, beach music. Um, yeah, shout out to Ben Macklin. He's a dope ass beat maker. Shout out to Gazette Club. You feel me, man? Real, 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 real dope beat shit. Uh, real dope beats. You know, like I said, new disco. If you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. But uh, without further ado, Emma Brahma. Thanks for t- for uh, standing by there while I had those diff- technical difficulties. I just purchased Pro Tools, uh, one of like a full package, and now it's been crapping out on me since I bought it. So I'm like, oh, what the heck? <laughs> oh no! So I had to, oh. yeah, I have to use Audacity right now, which is fine. Audacity works. It's kind of how I've been using uh, it thus far. So. And it's on my good podcast. For audacity, isn't it? I've heard it's good for vocal stuff. Yeah, it's good. Um, it kind of can drop out sometimes. Um, 
a little bit glitchy sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't pick up all the audio. Like, um, oh. it's sometimes it just craps out a little bit on the lower end. Yeah. But you know, it, it it is pretty good for just getting audio actually. So, but oh. yeah. So, um, who am I speaking with right now? Um, Emma Brammer. <laughs> Emma Brammer, so um, a little bit how I figured out about you, um, I follow one of my favorite artists uh, for the last couple of years has been Satin Jackets, and oh, cool. uh, I don't know if you know who they are or anything about them, um, or if you've worked with them, I'm pretty sure you have. Um, yeah, I have, yeah, a couple of times. Oh, that's amazing. Um, so basically, through their playlist, um, I've kind of, I think I started following like 2014, 15, and then I found you through Ben Macklin, and it kind of just been through the whole new disco thing, which is totally my thing over here. So it's like, oh, great. what is it like, like working with like satin jackets, for instance? I'll just start off right off the rip. Like, what is it like working with somebody like him? Oh my God, he is he is so lovely. He's such a nice man to work with. Um, so I got together with him through Ben um, and Ben and I have been working together for a while he actually used to be in a band with my now husband and um, uh, yeah and I think they had just heard some of the stuff that I had done with Ben and they got in touch they had Ben had done a couple of remixes for them and uh, we did it all online I never I've never met him mm. we've We've just, they just, uh, they basically, what he does is he sends a basic idea of something. I mean, to me, it sounds like the most crisp, beautiful, perfect production on, on a track. And mm. he's like, this is just my, this is just my rough idea. They're like, okay. Um, and so I write on that and Ben does a bit of producing around it. We both write write stuff for me to sing and then we send it back to him and then he basically takes it apart and almost remixes it all over again and what you can get back is like a whole different sounding track from him um but yeah i mean i love i love what he what he can do with things the sound is just gorgeous his beats are lovely and the production is so crisp and and, and perfect sounding right right I think. and I think um, the new disco th um, wave is kind of like just like coming on well as far as like people knowing about it like I don't know you, you guys are in the UK so like things are a lot more popping over there whereas like over here we're a lot slower and especially on the west coast up here in the northwest we're very like slow digesters um, I follow oh. I, I follow a lot of Britain like Shift Key and I follow a lot of British artists. Yeah. Um, oh, cool. I so love that stuff. right, and so I try to stay in tune. But like, what is like new disco like in Britain in the UK? Oh man, uh, I think that it is. What? Um, hmm, let me think. So I feel like a lot of the stuff that we do at the moment is sort of, it's not mainstream really. Right. Uh, it's more like dance music is obviously huge in the UK. Right. Um, and has been for a long time. And we've, I think a lot of the influences that Ben and I have taken have been stuff like French House. We, he loves like uh, French Touch is what they call it. And um that kind of like deep French house stuff has like really influenced that kind of uh, vibe. 
Um, over here, I don't feel like it's totally mainstream. Hmm. But I, th- I think that we... Yeah, I don't know, actually. But we d- we listen to a lot of stuff like Kate Trinada and... Nice. And, uh, yeah, so that kind of thing as well really influences what we do. And Tropical House was huge for a while, actually, though, wasn't it? It was, like, really big. And I think that's really influenced the kind of new disco stuff as well. Hmm. The kind of cool side, chill vibe. That's, that's where I'm coming from anyway. A lot of the stuff that I like is really... chilled um always has been really yeah right it's kind of funny because when i actually found the sound it was like wow like somewhere sitting uh actually through a majestic casual playlist um kind of i think it was 2013 when i figured them out kind of I'm a hipster, so I'm totally just yeah. always like on the <laughs> blogs and shit. And uh, <laughs> no, in the blogs. Oh, blogs! <laughs> oh my god, I'm wearing clogs right now. <laughs> I hope they comfy right now. I hope they comfy right now. They're so comfortable. So my studio is in the garden, so like to get from the house to the garden, just pop those clogs on, you know. Oh, it's that's a awesome. That's awesome, especially if <laughs> especially if you have like bricks or or whatever you're walking on cobblestone or bricks or or concrete, you can hear that that clicking. Yeah, yeah. I'm squelching lots of mud just now. So. <laughs> no, this coronavirus has been totally crazy. So I mean, me and my me and my uh, my wife, we totally had uh, pretty much a mini rave over here last night. <laughs> So, oh, nice. <laughs> we were pretty much just yeah, listening like, to music. Doing that kind of thing. Yeah, it's amazing. Honestly, this um, it sucks that so much bad stuff is happening. Cause honestly, this has been so awesome for me. So, right, right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to get back out there and do stuff, and like, yeah. d- still been doing like nature things, but like also yeah. just, um, just really enjoying time to like do things I haven't had been able to do, like read books and just certain little things that, you know, make sure the house is clean and little tidy things and stretching. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so I just, um, so how's, how's Corona been over in the UK and everything? Like what's, what's it like going on right now? It's mad. I don't know what it's like because I've been in for, for two weeks. I've had it. I've got it. So, but I had a really mild case of it. So I've just basically had a really shitty cold and I can't taste anything. And I can't smell anything, which is quite nice because I live with three boys, basically. <laughs> uh, but it's, I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's locked. I haven't seen a plane for weeks. Wow. It's, yeah, I haven't been out, but apparently all the supermarkets have, <coughs> they've got, uh, you know, like queuing systems and, and, cordoned off bits where you you can like go into your little square at the supermarket and you know choose your things from your little square then you have to move on when the next person moves on it's like a board game wow yeah it's crazy and like so i've been like basically ordering things off amazon like a crazy person (laughs) and and they just like fling the boxes at the house and run away crazy it's kind of funny uh where i live um it's it it seems like for the most part people are ignoring it but like there's also 
enough people that are just like, fuck it, I don't care. And so it's yeah. kind of a little bit freaky. You're just like, when is this going to be over? There's people just like, woohoo, I just want to be out here right now. I'm just like, really? Like, sit your ass at home. You know what I mean? Like, cool out. So, like, so, you know, have you been drinking lots of tea? How have you been getting over it? Like, yeah, I've been, I mean, drinking a lot of tea. I got such a job, lot of tea from Amazon. I got myself some Bengal spice and mm. some tension tamer. And some love tea, mm-hmm. um, really nice. Some throat comfort tea. Um, right now, I'm drinking rum, so that's <laughs> not that helpful. <laughs> but uh, lots of um, lots of like throat sweets and things like that. And just because food, because I can't taste anything, so I'm like, oh, I'll just have porridge again. So <laughs> oh wow, mm. comfort food. That kind of thing and because you can't get to the shops and nothing delivers no food deliveries anymore so we've been like scraping things together i mean tonight we basically had whatever was we could scrape together from in the freezer it's like mm, peas again that's right uh, oh my god <laughs> oh man is, is it not like that where you are then no um yes and no it, it it's it, it's a little bit so like in seattle and outside of Seattle, shelter in place. So basically, nothing functions in the U.S. as well as Europe. <laughs> um, um, there, I mean, there's some things we can compete with you guys, but I'm as far as government, like, being able to help people, it's just a shit show. And so it's like, even when it comes down to information being shared about it and everything, it's like, there's so much misinformation, there's so much this... Uh, people are out here just like, like, like yesterday, you know, the park was closed, but I still walk through. I just didn't touch anything, you know, and um, there's an old dude trying to talk to me. It's just like, and I was on the phone, too. And I'm like, I'm a very polite person. I don't like to just be like, but I'm just like, wait, like, and he's like walking up on me. And it's just like, I, and I'm no, I'm, I'm all right. And I'm already like, just like. I'm not, like, a super-duper germaphobe, but I'm already kind of like, okay, if I don't know you, like, watch your space, you know? And so it's yeah. just like, like I'm like, okay, first there's a coronavirus. Second of all, I'm already like this. Third of all, I'm on the phone. So it's like people just don't even, like, know what's going on. They're, like, in talking in your face at the grocery stores. I swear, like, there's no masks. So it's like we've been wearing bandanas and looking like straight thugs out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so right. I've seen people wearing buckets on their heads. Oh my masks. god! On the tube, like wearing World War Two masks, like oh. gas masks, and oh my mad. god, absolutely crazy. It's... Yeah, people are taking it really seriously here, though. I think, um, as far as I can tell, because we're being guilt tripped by our NHS, which mm. is, I mean, because it's amazing, and everyone's like, "Hey, do you give a shit about the NHS?" Yes, you do. So stay in your house, right. otherwise you're gonna take it down. So everyone kind of gets how serious it is. We don't have enough equipment here in the UK to deal with it if people were to just go about their business. So I think people are feeling pretty uh, certain about the lockdown and just and staying in where they can. I actually met somebody from Britain a while ago, and they said something to me that kind of may help you kind of understand. So they said in Britain, like, for, or say in, in America, it's like for every one person, there's like, a hundred feet of real estate like as far as like 
being sold something like retail. I mean, in Britain, mm-hmm. it's like for every one person, it's like 25 feet. So just think about it like that. Like if we stopped, it would take a long time. But the way that people are buying up, it's just like, you know, people are really buying crazy, crazy. But we have enough. Mm-hmm. America's already over in abundance. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's just like yeah. slow down, like. You know, you know, get your stuff, you know, stock up a little bit, but like Mm -hmm. just kind of slow down. People are just, you know, I'm a vegan. So like people are like Mm -hmm. buying up stuff that I always eat, like beans and like rice and stuff. I'm just like, oh, my God. My hands off my chickpeas. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm just like, oh. I think a lot of people have been uh, stockpiling since Brexit, though. I think people are like, oh, we're fucked. Just get all the tins of everything. Just get me tins of everything. People have got like garage fulls of toilet paper just because they're worried that that was going to destroy us and then this happened and so oh my god i know a lot of people that have like you know were worried about that about the supply chains and what would happen and so you know they they were already prepared right right yeah so i mean that i mean before i go back into music i I definitely Mm -hmm. totally spaced on brexit i totally did a little segment on my podcast i was like i don't know if anybody cares but you know brexit is going down and it's like what's going on like i don't i need some information so like has it affected you guys at all really not yet i don't think i mean it'd be interesting to it's be interesting to see how it works out after this because I think for musicians and stuff we were concerned about the travel being extortionately expensive after everything's like you know kind of settled down and is in practice but you know it will take such a long time to actually put in place Brexit for like four years three years three years four years we're like is Brexit going to happen? Is it not going to happen? And now we're like, oh yeah, it's definitely happening. But actually, it it's, this is just the beginning of it happening. And it will take years and years and years and years before we start to see things actually happening. Other than the, the weird hatred and divide that has definitely happened already. Hmm. I mean, I think it's interesting that um, there's like a really hateful campaign that was kind of waged on, um, you know, immigrant workers. And now we're saying to people, oh, you can stay for a bit longer if you work in our NHS. Because our NHS is basically like our health service was like fueled by like people that come here to work and support us. And it's like we're like, OK, now you can go home. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. We still need you. So you can stay for a bit longer and then you can fuck off home. It's like it's just it's it's really grim and depressing. Right. That 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 effect that it's had so far. I mean, I'm so privileged and, you know, in a really stable position. So I haven't seen any knock on effects for me or my family yet. But I know a lot of people who have struggled with the economy side of things benefits that were cut almost overnight and i i used to work for um this homeless charity in london and they saw the effects of it almost immediately i mean well before really Mm. you know just the government get real uh cutthroat about things that's the government that we have just now is i don't like them very much right right yeah you know they're 
they're economy focused, which is, you know, lots, that's why the people vote for them because, but they, you know, they, they seem heartless. They seem like heartless rich people. Right. And it's, it's, um, you know, they've cut all the music budgets in schools. My mum-in-law was the head of music at a, a secondary school, a high school. And she, she, her music department was shrunk to, till it was just her left. And it was, that's so depressing that it's not, classed as being important right. creative subject right. so i think yeah since that government was voted in however many years ago now we've all just been like shitting ourselves that uh, that our way <laughs> of life is compromised but i think that what happens this is such a privileged person thing to say but i think a lot of times really interesting artistic things come out of mm, that true like being squashed into a corner you know like I'm thinking of like Margaret Thatcher and punk and that kind of thing. Mm, mm-hmm. I have my fingers crossed from out of adversity, people create things in order to make sense of it all. Right. And I think that, I mean, there's been so many artists that have been putting out music. Um, yours came yeah. up, your, um, the remix with uh, you and Ben Macklin came up on my Discover oh. Weekly last week. So I was loving oh, yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Childish Gambino. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, That's amazing. I heard a new one. I, can't, oh. I saw yesterday that he brought a new one. I fucking love him. Oh my I'm God. Very it's very <laughs> psychedelic and just, he Is just, it? he does everything. He does rap. He does little country he does a little bit of weird noise it's just like what are you doing bro it's amazing i needed it <laughs> like <laughs> oh yes i love we went to see him we've seen him a couple of times we, we were doing we were i was singing with uh gaz coons at um oh man it's a, where is it gosh i can't remember where it is now but it was um it was this festival and childish gambino was playing and he was so mesmerizing like all of us were just stood there Men and women are like, just like, oh my god, this is the most incredible. This has changed my life. Yes, <laughs> this is a sexual awakening. Just right. By watching this bang on the stage. Oh, you'll then, you'll love this album oh then. Oh, will I? Oh yes. You'll love. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of <gasps> like it's he kind of slaps you a little bit because he only names a couple tracks. All the other yeah. tracks just have to have numbers, and there's okay. no there's no album artwork either. It's just white. Wow. And so oh he's going to do some crazy stuff with it later. And you could tell once yeah. we're off this quarantine, he's just going to be like, boom, 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 oh, boom, boom. You, here's the first single. Here's the ne- Oh, man, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> that press run. That's really interesting as well, that kind of music video thing. I have a friend who's a music uh, video director. And um, he he's, uh, you know, he's gone into He had previous skills in animation, which he's really cashing in on just now or, you know, really pitching hard for because people can't get out to make music videos. You can't, you know, you can't be close to each other. Mm. He's been like, he's been honing his uh, animation skills again. I thought that was really, I I didn't even think about that. Like people in photography and visual arts and stuff that need to be next to each other. Right, right. To get that same image. But I think a lot of music now is kind of being postal serviced. You know, it's kind of being... Um, you know, you're over here, I'm over there. We're both doing two yeah. different things. Here's the beat. Sim, you yeah. know, send me your final product. I'll mix, master it, and bam. It's kind of like that nowadays, which is still cool. Yeah, it's yeah. it's almost better. It's almost just like I mean, enhanced music. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so uh, speaking on music, though, like who are some of your favorite artists listening to? Oh, like, my God. like, um, 
okay, well, I, Childish Gambino I love, and I love, um, like, Anderson Peck, mm. uh, Um I'm listening at the moment a lot to um, Salt. Have you ever heard of Salt? It's S-A-U-L-T. They're, nobody knows who they are, but it's kind of, how would I describe it? It's sort of, there's a bit of disco in there. It's it's a bit jazzy. Sometimes it's a bit funky. Mm. Uh, how would I, I don't know how I'd describe it, actually, but it's that's very cool. Um, I like that a lot. Um, what else? I like Lewis Cole. Do you know Lewis Cole? No, no. He's on, uh, he's on the, um, uh, what's, uh, it's Brain Feeder, uh, Flying Lotuses. Uh, label. Okay. Okay. Fly low. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Him and obviously everything that he does and who he does it with. So Thundercat and all that kind of thing. Um. What else? I like a lot of the British kind of new jazz stuff. So uh, there's the Ezra Collective, and Yasmin Lacey, um. And it it's that's kind of um. That's really uh. It's really. I want to. I want to say that's really fresh right now, but that sounds like something <laughs> I would say. <laughs> it's popping. Really it's popping. Actually, yes, yes. It's uh, it's very trendy. Right. Um, <laughs> but it's it's so cool because it's uh, it's lots of they're really young and they're just doing this like crazy old sounding jazz stuff and it's it's epic. It's really intense and I love that. It's really energetic. Mm. But. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I love all sorts of stuff. I kind of like that soultronic sound, uh, and I like um, I like a lot of jazz, and I like a lot of kind of '90s sounding hip hop. Um, oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Loyal Karner. Have you ever heard of Loyal Karner? He's a British artist, He's a, a, a rapper. Mm-mm. I've heard of him. I like I'm I'm the the guy I like is a uh, uh, what's his name a uh, uh, Skepta, that's my guy. Oh yes, okay. So the grime stuff. My husband is very much into the into grime, but um, yeah, I like Stormzy. Do you like Stormzy? Yes, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's so he's just the man of the moment over here right now. He's uh, he's um, yeah, he's kind of dominating everything just now, which is amazing because I remember when grime was like you know, a really underground kind of scary thing that, uh, yeah, they were, so rebellious. they were like, they were like arresting people for shows. And so they had to like, yeah. they had to like basically blindfold you and put you on a bus and put you in a <laughs> venue to like hit you. I'm like the government really hated grime that much. I don't understand. Oh my God, of course. Yes, of course. Because it was just getting big bunches of young black boys together. And that's terrifying to the, the, the UK policing system. They're oh, like, wow. Of course, it will just invite all the wrong kinds of people, and you know who they're talking about. Right. And yeah, they like they wanted to shut it down all the time and police it really heavily, and then they put all these rules on the venues, which were so obvious in what they were trying to achieve. Right. But but it's just become, it's really like risen to the top, and, and now it's, you know, like Stormzy is kind of, He's like number one all the time. He's on the front cover of Vogue. He's got top designers designing stuff for him. You know, he's really, you can't argue with that. And it's, yeah. Right, right. You get, yeah, yeah. he's kind of like your guys' Jay Z right now. He's just killing it. 
It's just yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, I was going to suggest to you what I've been listening to lately, um, Bad Bunny's oh. uh, Reggaeton and Play playlist on Spotify. It's, okay. It, there's something about Latin music that is underrated. It's sexy as fucking hell. It's <laughs> The beat is awesome. And it's like, okay, so they have that kind of soca, moombaton beat sort of nice. thing going. Nice. But yeah. they find a way to like okay so like a reggaeton you know they're you know it's coming but they find different ways to do it now so it's not just the do 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 they've got these different electronic more old school they're singing on it they're rapping on it it's amazing and like more you listen to it you kind of start picking up little bits of Spanish like like oh. <laughs> I can already speak it a little bit but so I can pick it up more and more and more the more I listen to it I'm just like wow this is amazing stuff so yeah bad bunny bad bunny for real he yeah bad bunny he's just he's 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 killing it they they don't um he played at the Super Bowl halftime show and people were hating it cuz they were like oh it's so latino it's just like nah bad bunny is so in right now get out of here like <laughs> So Latino, that's nice. But did he play with Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Uh, Shakira? Yeah. Uh, I think he's Puerto Rican. I'm pretty sure he's Puerto Rican. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So they put it they put it down for the like the Latino community for that, that Super Bowl, but people were like hella pissed about it. They're just yeah. super in their feelings about it. But so um yeah, so like other people I listen to obviously like satin jackets, um yeah. Cascade being one of my favorite of all time, uh, more of his old stuff that kind of, it seems like it kind of, it's, it's like electronic R&B. It kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of reminds me of kind of what you do. It's like futuristic R&B, kind okay, of electronic yeah. R&B. And like, did you grow up with any sort of R&B and did that ever influence you? And like, what's R&B like in the UK? Oh man, did we? Uh, okay, so I didn't grow up with it particularly. I grew up with my parents were really into things like the uh, Electric Light Orchestra and Rod Stewart and uh, the Bee Gees and that kind of thing. So kind of more Motown, disco-y, Billy Joel, there's lots of that. Um, but being a child of the '90s, I guess you couldn't. You couldn't hide from R and B because we had Craig David. So Oh yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> mm. Basically our lives for about ten years were like, Yes, Craig David, his life. Right. Um and then there was like I mean, yeah, it was like dominated, didn't it? It was Destiny's Child and Craig David. Oh my god, you know what I was listening to the other day? I had just remembered it and I tried to find it on Spotify and it was there and it was a band called EYC. They're called Express Yourself Clearly. And it is the worst. I mean, no, it's not the worst. It's very of its time. And it's kind of like this new Jack Swing R&B thing. And I was listening to this when I was a kid. I was listening to the lyrics and they're filthy. Like these three guys are like, girl, I want to grind up on you. And I'm like, oh my God. What the hell was I thinking? It's so... I want to get on you. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm and I'm like an adult. Right, right. Right, it's a, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, that's that's totally the stuff I was raised on. That R and B sound, um, New Jack Swing. I was gonna t uh, also suggest uh, something very American black funk eighties. Uh, have you ever heard of Midnight Star? No. Oh my God, you're 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 gonna you're you're gonna be <laughs> like 
like I they're one of my favorite groups of all time because they're very okay. eccentric and they're uh-huh. very it it's futuristic to this day even when you're listening because you could tell it's 80s but it's still very futuristic and the vocals are just kill like I, everything about okay. it it's just uh, so like um What's a good song to like recommend? Um, okay, lo- so the top thing on their Spotify is Midas Touch, and I feel like I would, I feel like I know that. That song is okay, but all their other stuff is ever even better. That's okay, like, cool. yeah, that's like their hit, hit, hit song. That you know, um, right? Okay. Uh, so, so how did you meet uh, <laughs> Ben Macklin? How did you guys like started making music together? Well, I um, I used to work um, in a bank, which was a weird match for me. It was basically I left university um, having done a stoner's degree, and I was I didn't know what I was supposed to do with myself, and I ended up moving to London, and uh, it was a it was an easy job to just get straight away to give me enough money to go out every Friday and Saturday and Sunday and whilst I was there I met my now husband and he was in a band with Ben uh, the band was called Cassette Club and they oh I love them kind of... oh do you yes oh okay cool yes so yeah so my husband Tom is the singer and uh, and when I met them I was doing kind of I had joined this collective in Camden and um, every Friday night we would get together and the DJs were usually drum and bass DJs or they were kind of um, Brazilian uh, music DJs so they would they would uh, play records and I would freestyle along with them in this bar and that's what I was doing I was trying out some lyrics and basically songs over the top of these records and when I met uh, Tom and subsequently Ben uh, they were writing together and I said that I was a singer and we ended up doing a weird session in a cupboard to, to get the best sound I was kind of in a cupboard with duvet stuffed around me um, just doing some vocals for them and writing with them and, and that's how we met. Uh, and we kind of just kept working together, doing bits and pieces. And when it f- we finally kind of started working together properly, Ben and I, it was, it was weirdly just after I'd had um, a baby and he was looking for a vocalist. And we had just moved to, Tom and I moved to the town that we're in now in Kent. And we moved because we knew that Ben and his partner Sophie were here and that we would know some people and we had to get out of London, we were priced out of London. Right. And so we moved to Faversham by the sea in this little town and he needed a vocalist and so uh, so he came over one day and said, okay, here's, here's a beat and a track. Can you write something on this? And I was just dead on my feet I was like just had this baby I had this tiny baby and I didn't know what I was doing and I don't even remember the session that we did at all I was so tired and uh, I don't remember doing it but um, it worked really well and I found that it was quite easy to 
to write on the stuff that he produced. His chord sequences are so lovely. Mm. They just they just work so well and his influences are so similar to mine. Um, we sh- we share a lot of the same kind of uh, tastes in music. Like he shares with Tom a lot of the same tastes in music, that right. kind of 80s stuff that they like and 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 um and then we have this kind of shared love of uh the kind of you know the new disco thing the big big fat french house music nasty basses uh kind of what what sound that kind of thing right right um, yeah and i just i love his chord progressions they're so they're so beautiful i think he gets a lot of his his ideas from you know, like kind of big 80s soul classics, uh, like the Anita Baker and Shaka Khan and that kind of thing. And so when I hear them within the music, because they were things that I've always loved, it sort of feels natural to put something down on top of it. it, it if it comes naturally, then it comes really easily. And if it if it's a little more difficult and we have to really work on it, then something different usually comes out that we won't use for our own projects, but we'll use, we'll keep it right and um we can use it for other things and we've used it to pitch uh for to our publisher for and um yeah usually the things that don't quite work for us will work really well for someone else which is which is great oh that's Um, awesome so definitely like collective style still that's amazing yeah because you're just like i really like that yeah so so when when you're here when you're when i hear you saying like um well, first of all, you're saying the duvets, you know, when you're like um, in recording, you were saying earlier that, you know, oh, the yeah. best the best art comes out of some of the worst times and not yeah. not not saying that that's yeah. not saying that's a worst time. But like, you know, when you have to scrounge and make it happen, it actually tends to be the yeah. best product. than if you have all the time in the world and all the materials and everything laid out in front of you, it kind of sometimes it's not always the best. Uh, yeah, you know and like spoilt for choice i really think that that's not helpful sometimes right i know that when ben is trying to find a new direction if he gets stuck in a rut he just pairs everything right down and that's been really inspiring for me like don't give yourself all the time and all the all the choices in the world because i mean you've got it all at your fingertips haven't you? you've got a laptop which means you have access to everything and he will confine himself to using one program that he doesn't usually use for example he'll use like ableton instead of logic so things are not as easy for him and he'll confine himself to one uh, type of instrument or one bank of sounds and that kind of thing or he'll take himself out of the studio and go and try and make a song in a cafe where he doesn't have all the things at his fingertips and that's i think that's really useful like for me maybe a a time limit like a deadline is always so useful because i could fanny about forever just like (laughs) fucking about making 15 cups of tea i am so good at procrastinating right and if i say if you know the thing that works really well for me is that if i have the confines of saying this song is going to be for someone else if i imagine that i have to write for someone else it takes all the pressure off like what does this say about me as a person is this expressing my true soul mm. and it, com- it becomes more of a yeah it becomes more of a um i'm gonna write this and it's gonna sound a certain way and you sort you know like just giving yourself different ways of cutting down those opportunities to lose yourself up your own ass you know just, right 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 um, 
it, it's definitely one of those processes, especially because like kind of how I got into podcasts. Basically, I love I, my stories. I kind of like jerry rigged my way into here. <laughs> like okay. I like started with a phone and then got a laptop and then my laptop broke and then I had to like make it work. And then a year later, finally got a computer and then got a shit like doing like with a shitty mic and uh, right now i'm using my yeah. old mic right now because my new mic yeah. that i just got um i gotta figure it out but um i i used an old mic you know i started trying to put yeah. it out any way i could and just figuring out everything as i went in and i think some of my best content is in those you know older podcasts too and yeah. so it's kind of one of those things where it's like when you make music or you make like art um you can't necessarily just make it for other people like like I get what you're saying like writing for other people but like like for me it's kind of like at the end of the day if I think it's dope then I'm just like well I, you know <laughs> if I think it's Someone dope right yeah, right and I'm just like I kind of I don't know, just kind of, you know, sometimes sitting here and having all this, all this time and all this energy and everything. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want a podcast, even though I love doing it. But it's like having all this time alone. It's just like been like having to be like, OK, well, now I have to schedule time a little bit better so that I'm yeah. being a little bit more productive. But at the same time, I'm not just sitting over here constantly ragging my brain on different podcasts and talking all the time, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 I think. That is so true about these days as well, like having to put in a schedule of like getting stuff done is, that's crazy. I've done nothing and I see a lot of people around me saying, oh, well, I just wrote my first album and I've just created this masterpiece because of quarantine. And I'm like, I've done nothing. I've watched a lot of TV. I mean, but you're, you're a mom. You got Corona. Yeah. You're taking it easy. Yeah. You're doing what you should be doing anyway. Like... Like, I mean, some, I think for some people it's, they get that energy boost because they've been giving it to somebody else. And I think other people yeah, are like, true. are like, wow, this is my time to just sleep all day, all the time. Yeah. And just like, see, I'm in like an awake person. And sometimes my, oh, yeah. my wife hates me for that. Cause she's just like, oh, I love sleeping. And I'm always just like drawing or writing and listening to music and you know what I mean I'm always doing something so I would hate you as well <laughs> I am such a sloth I am a sloth and it drives my husband mad he's like he today he came back in the house I was watching the kids and he came back in the house and he went I've just written a song and I'm like oh have you mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm, yeah yeah mm -hmm, let's hear it and he played it and I was like well that's fucking brilliant isn't it so good all right do you know what I've done today I figured out the chords for our song and that's it right I've done nothing else <laughs> like, he's like no this like eight track song but he that's what he is that's what he does and that's not me at all <laughs> right it's yin and yang yin and yang yeah I think so yeah, yeah. it does frustrate him sometimes but that's why it's yeah, like yeah. I have to make sure I don't drink a if I drink a cup of coffee I have to take a uh, walk around the block. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you have to run up and down the stairs a couple of times. So like um um I I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know it's late over there in the UK, but um I just want to talk about like a little bit more about your creative process and like how do you get into cool. it? Like how do you I, I, you were saying, you know, um, time schedules. Uh, I heard you say mm -hmm. tea, which is 
my thing. Um, for me, so, some uh, don't judge me, but for me, sometimes psychedelics actually really help. Like not all the yeah, yeah not like um like LSD sometimes like not all the time mm -hmm. but once in a while yeah. it really can just like help me get on a creative and it like will like refresh my brain completely yeah um oh that's really interesting yeah some of my friends do um very small amounts of mushrooms right to help to kind of shunt them out of uh you know like feeling low and i i've heard a lot about that kind of thing helping I'm not great with that stuff, so it's right. It's, I have my I have my CBD oil, which oh, I there we go. On a daily basis. There we go. <laughs> now that's that's just strict. That's medicine too. I definitely have my CBD oil for show for show. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what? So yeah, but what tea do you drink? That's what I'm interested in. So, oh my God. So I, I'm see. I got into this. I'm a chef, uh, originally, okay. and so. Amazing. Um, kind of got into this podcasting thing in a weird way and started doing almost a completely different thing. But yeah, I, I've just am kind of like into like really high end things. So like we have a, a small business down the street from our house and it's a tea shop. And I've nice. certainly I've I've kind of recently been into like witchcraft, not like not like crazy just like no, I'm with you. I'm with you. just like incense and stuff nothing like sure. i'm not gonna like yeah. summon the devil or anything <laughs> but um <laughs> i'm not i mean i'm not even about that life but like um so there's like a witch store right and so they've got all these teas and herbs like rose hips and like um i've been making a lot of medicinal teas and like i'll mix like weed into it too so it'd be like like, I made, like, one last night. It was, like, weed and hibiscus, and it had, like, oh, what else did it had? It had lemon balm, and it was oh just... Oh, my God, I think I saw that. Did you post it on Instagram? Yeah. What did you... Did you cook it up in, like, honey? Oh, oh, that one was um, rose oh, hip, no, black, yes. black seed, and um, cinnamon, and I think it had something else. I can't remember. Maybe echinacea. Oh, my God. Yes, it was echinacea. Oh, yeah. my God, it looked amazing. And so I'm going to post that new one. Because, see, I've just been getting my life yeah. with all these teas. But just, like, yeah. toasting different herbs. And, like, there's, like, the right time to add the water. And, like, different, yes. you know, different teas is, like, quick. You know, you want a quick blanch. But me, personally, I like stewing teas. I, like, yes. I, I don't care. I'm, like, leave the bag in. It's all good. Yeah, I like it strong. <laughs> Right, right, and so um, yeah. that's why I'm like I'm like what kind of tea you're into? I know you know Britain is like the 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 tea spot. <laughs> <laughs> we like crap tea. Really? Oh, we like we like we like crap tea. We I mean that is some fancy tea you're talking about there. Like when you're saying kind of adding all these amazing things in and kind of you know getting your getting your herbs and getting your spices all perfect. We're like fighting over whether you put the milk in first like that's we're basic when it comes to tea but we drink a lot of just like that black tea like mm. that kind of, we call it builder's tea builder's so tea like builder's tea so it's the kind of it's just the tea that the, the every man drinks and it's like a black tea just a, a, and then you put lo loads of milk in it and sugar and it's like a drink that children drink. <laughs> oh, okay. So then you're, you guys as children just walking around hell energy. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My husband used to have a bottle of cup of tea. That's what he, his phrase when he was younger was that he wanted a bottle of cup of tea. So it would be like a cup of tea in a baby bottle. How grim is that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of the rappers, and they'll put the lean in the baby bottle so they don't drink too much too fast. <laughs> like, you know, all that sugar, all that sugar and milk, you're just like, oh, I don't want to drink it too much too fast. Like, I got to, like, ease into it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. That's amazing. Um, I can't remember what you were going to say. Oh, so I was going to ask you, um, so, like, Obviously Brexit, obviously the coronavirus, obviously there's so many travel restrictions and everything, blah, blah, blah. Once this yeah. thing opens up and, you know, I've been working on getting my passport anyway and traveling, where's yeah. where are yeah. some amazing spots to, like, go in Britain and UK? I, I don't know if I'm Britain, UK is the right term, but UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, UK, Britain, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what's the, what, um, like, like a discotheque, I want to go where the people are going, I don't want to go where the tourists are, I'm not like an Andrew Zimmerman type of person, <laughs> you know? Okay, okay, um, well, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm Scottish, so oh, okay. if okay. I, yes, if I was going to suggest somewhere, I think Glasgow is such a good city for having fun in, it's a really artistic city, the people are lovely. The food is good. It's not just deep fried Mars bars, but you probably should have one because mm. they're like heaven. But maybe a deep fried pizza is a step too far. Um, it's Glasgow is such is the city of culture. It's like all the buildings are so beautiful. Um, the art school there is. That's what makes it so cool is the art school because it just attracts all the the cool dudes. Uh, the music scene is really fun. Mm. Other than that, I i mean, Glasgow. London is my home from home. I love London so much. And if, I mean, obviously, if you go to London, uh, the tourists are going to Oxford Street. They're going to the West End to see the shows. But there's so many pockets of London that are, like, basically towns by themselves. So... If you go to East London, uh, Dalston is pretty cool. It's got its own scene. Live music there is really cool. Lots of clubs, little clubs that are painfully cool. There's one I remember, I'm not sure if it's still there, called the Moustache Club. And it was just, it had a door with just a moustache on it. And it was like, you would never know it was anything. And then you go downstairs into this tiny little room and, and it'd be hipsters on the decks. And, uh, and um, yeah, so there's... That. Also, the other the other place that I haven't been to for ages, but is apparently where it's at for music, is Manchester. Um, mm. All there's lots and lots of new artists coming out of Manchester just now. I mean, they always have been, always have been. Manchester's always been a cool scene, but music-wise, I've heard a lot of people say that they reckon it's most exciting there just now. Mm, yeah. Manchester. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, mm. thank you. Okay. So, so I really appreciate you taking some time and reaching out to me. I know you don't know me from anybody, oh, but uh, I'm a huge fan. You know, I really love the music, and I, I definitely wanted to incorporate also more women in general for uh, Women's History Month. But I know yeah, technically cool. now that, it's. Is that an American thing? We don't. We we don't 
not got women's history. We, we were supposed to be in the throes of um, uh, the the International Women's Day, but obviously that basically got shut down. Right. We have a we have a big festival in London called uh, Women of the World Festival, which is amazing. Um, oh, that's lots awesome. And lots of stuff goes on. Yeah, it's really cool. Just so cool speakers and. Uh, music and culture and uh, writers and just all sorts of crazy crazy stuff and then that's kind of spread out actually and other cities have taken it on and lots of local things usually happen as well to celebrate that but I it kind of passed me by this year I was supposed to be in LA just now oh wow I should should have been in Joshua Tree yesterday wow (laughs) wow oh my goodness oh my god no, it, yeah, it's funny that you say that too, because I'm just like, um, I'm just like, I can't wait, because there's so many places that you know I need to go anyway. Like, <laughs> I'm just like yeah. getting my life, but also I'm like, oh, it's kind of stir crazy too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of planning time though, right? We can do lots of planning time. Well, so the reason why I, um, the the Women's History Month thing, uh, technically, yeah. technically it's over. It was yesterday, but um, yeah. it. Like, I think in spite of all this coronavirus, I wanted to try and, like, not leave it out too much and at least get, you know what I mean? I got, like, just try and at least try and, like, continue some, like, positivity and all this, like, negativity and shit, you know? so Yeah, of course. I think a lot of nice things have come out of it. I mean, I don't want to downplay the, the things that are happening because they're really horrific, but I've been trying to stay off the news sites yes. as much as I can I know it's again I know that I'm really lucky to be able to do that and that it's I'm not living it um but at the same time you know once I'm immune and that should be soon once I'm better there's lots of volunteering that's happening around us lots of people are getting involved in stuff community stuff that they wouldn't have done before um like my husband um hasn't really had this amount of time with his kids for a really long time and it's lovely and we haven't had the time to make music together for a really long time and that's that's pretty exciting it's nice to feel that we've got that time with each other and um i know it's really hard but right um, it is important that you keep doing the thing that you're doing and that people have things that they can listen to that are positive and and um yeah right you should, you should be bringing those voices to people. I appreciate that. And so last quick question, yeah. last quick question. Um, mm-hmm. Are you a fan of haggis? <laughs> oh my God, I really am. <laughs> with the oatmeal too? With the oatmeal too? Yes. With the oatmeal and the spices. And I love it. But the older I get, because I am vegan curious is what i like to say right so i love vegan food and lots of my friends are vegan and when we get together we only we when we get together we come together and we all bring a dish and because um a large majority of them are vegan we always just have vegan food and we come and we share it and i love cooking it and eating it because it's so imaginative and it's always so delicious my friends are just amazing at cooking it by now. You know, usually, left to my own devices, I'm like, uh, beans? Yeah, yeah beans <laughs> with some paprika in it? Yeah? That, can I do that? Well, I'll roast a sweet potato. If I put a sweet potato in it, does that make it interesting? And, but 
yeah so so haggis now for me is a bit like okay mm, this is nice but mm. they do a vegan haggis so what you know, Nah, <laughs> see, 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 I'm a, ve- I, see, I'm a vegan, but I'm a chef first. So it, like, okay. so I call myself like a 99% vegan. So like, basically, yeah. like once in a while, I will eat fish, not too often, not yeah. very often. Yeah. And like, but like, I'll never eat pork ever. I'll never eat beef. I might have chicken, like, maybe once a yeah. year, maybe. And it, de- it just yeah. depends, like. Like, if it was Anthony Bourdain, rest in peace, if he was, like, to, like, cook me a steak, even though I'm vegan, I would totally eat it. I don't even care. <laughs> like, you, you know what so, I mean? Sorry, Tone. Not eating this. <laughs> right. Or I'd, I'd at least take a bite. You know what I mean? I'd at least take a bite yeah. and enjoy it because this legendary chef, even if I'm, like, totally, like, not nah, about that. So it's kind of like, yeah. but, you know, I don't cook meat at home. I pretty much never, ever have to eat it. Never really do. So yeah. Um, yeah. that's why I'm just like... What's your vegan dish of choice? Ooh, dish what of choice. What would you recommend that I... Because I'm hopefully getting a veg box delivery Ooh, soon. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's what's happening a lot in our town right now is that lot... Because we, where we live is... Um, it's like a really kind of rural growing sort of area so we have all the strawberries well yeah vast majority of the strawberries in the uk come from the town that i'm in oh wow that's amazing yeah strawberries apples we have like a we have like an apple what would you call it an apple orchard no that's not it's like an orchard but it's got all the different varieties of apples in the uk in this one place so it's like um it's like a curated sort of farm what? thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if and um, if like if you have an apple problem, then they can come and fix it for you. Um, like they, they're like what? apple experts. You know how you sometimes have an apple problem, right? And you're like, God, I'm gonna have to get this sorted out. So, but they've got like expert apple experts, and they, so they have that. So where we are now because the supermarkets are like have hardly anything on the shelves and all the food deliveries are like non-existent like from the supermarkets all these local farms these little farms have like set up these small businesses now delivering uh, veg boxes you know got all these schemes they bring you like eggs and fresh milk and vegetables and stuff like that so hopefully i can i'm gonna get one of them soon i've got one scheduled to turn up tomorrow so what will i make Mm. Tell me, what, what should I make? So, okay. So, um, I make a lot of pasta, um, unfortunately. Um, but, so, but it... it I love pasta. It, it starts with onions. That yes, is the okay. key. And so... You everything s- starts with onions. But what about garlic? Doesn't everything start with garlic? Well, so, so then you can throw your garlic in, and then you can throw, okay, okay. like... So see me, I will like use like sage, or like oh, and you see it's fresh, so you don't even have to dry it. You can literally like dice it or like julienne, right, and then throw it in right with it. But see, then you gotta like turn it a little bit down because you don't want the herbs to burn. But if they burn a little bit, it's okay. Okay. But not. Mm And then, so then, like, I don't know if you got squash, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of not the season for squash. Um, sure. 
Uh, I'm trying to think of what would you get in the box. But, like, squash has been pretty good. We've got spaghetti squash here. So, like, that's a very oh. good thing to do. Um, you just put it and you cut it in half, which is kind of a bitch to cut it in half. Mm -hmm. But sure. you, yeah. get it, you get it in half, you rub it with oil, salt, mm -hmm. pepper, and then you just throw it in the oven until you smell it done cooking. And then basically oh, you, take wow. a, you take a fork... And so, like, all that yeah. onion and everything, all the herbs, and, you know, you throw your mm -hmm. tomatoes in and everything, and then you take mm -hmm. a fork to this uh, spaghetti squash, and you just go back and forth yeah. really crazy, and you basically get, right. like, gluten-free pasta. Ooh, okay, it, cool. So it's like squash pasta, essentially, and then you just kind of, yes. like, you know, and, like, I'm a real, like, G, so, like, I'll, like, take the seeds sometimes and toast those seeds uh -huh. with like oil yeah. and salt and pepper like don't waste it like why not like they're delicious and yeah. you just like put it on like a yeah. very low you know salt pepper paprika like you were saying something like that and then nice. you kind of uh make the dish make the sauce make it all you know combined it a little cook and then you top it with the seeds yes that sounds so good <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Now I want that. <laughs> so, you know, just like some pasta. Oh, man. And like, oh, I do have squat. It's just sometimes it's a little bit of a bitch to cook just because of that cutting. That initial like three yeah. cuts you have to make. It's just like it's like cutting a giant pumpkin, essentially. You're just like, oh, yeah. it's almost over. <laughs> well, since the lockdown, we since the lockdown, Tom's been uh, getting his chainsaw out for everything. He's like, mm, what toys do I have? A chainsaw. So maybe I could use that. Oh, my God. Right. Or you, you know what? You can actually do that with like pumpkin instead of just like doing yeah. the the grated or whatever the noodles you can do just like. Um, you know, some people are weird about pumpkin, but if you spice it right and like get fresh, it's actually really good. Yeah. You can make it like curry and all that. And yeah. like, oh my God, it's, it's yes, yeah. I love a pumpkin curry. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for, thank you so much for being on the kitchen couch. I really appreciate you and I'll oh, definitely be, I'll definitely be reaching out to you and letting you know when this drops and, and everything and, oh. uh, we'll be in contact. Oh, thank you so much. That was lovely. I really enjoyed that. It's nice to speak to someone. <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely. Happy, thank you. happy quarantine. <laughs> yes. Thanks. Happy quarantine. Stay safe. You too. <laughs> okay. All thank right. you. Thank you. Speak soon. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Night-night. <laughs>
shout out to Emma Brama, special guest. Thanks for tuning in to the kitchen couch. It's over now. <laughs>